This week, it was impossible not to stop and stare in awe at the still floating but sinking dumpster fire that is the cryptocurrency market in 2022. As the second largest cryptocurrency exchange in the world, FTX imploded and filed for bankruptcy this week. Its CEO, Sam Bankman-Fried, resigned in disgrace and is likely headed to federal prison. So to start this week's SD Bullion Market Update, let's try and unthread a bit about this train wreck starting from earlier this year. The guy you see next to me is the most generous billionaire in the world, and I found him. Hi, my name is Sam, and this is my story. Sam has crazy hair. Sam is vegan. Sam sleeps five hours a night. Sam lives in the Bahamas with 10 roommates. Sam is 29 years old only, but Sam has $22 billion. And he wants to donate all of it to charity. But why? Well, for many reasons. Nine days ago, a leaked balance sheet showed Alameda Research Bank Friedman's crypto trading hedge fund was heavily dependent on the then second largest cryptocurrency exchange, FTX's native token, FTT. This week, industry rumors injected on Twitter by the CEO of the world's still largest cryptocurrency exchange, Binance, helped lead to a collapse in the value of the FTX token by negative 72% within 48 hours. Bankrupt FTX's now resigned CEO's estimated net worth, quote, for charity, of course, flash crashed to nothing from an estimation of over $15 billion to begin this week. Bankruptcy filings allege balance sheet liability holes between FTX and Alameda Research hedge fund ranging from 10 to nearly $50 billion in size. The latter sum of losses rivals the record-sized losses of the famous for the wrong reasons Bernie Madoff Ponzi scheme. There were 44 investors into FTX. A full listing of names involved in FTX funding rounds is coming up. But there were large Wall Street names, which included supposed due diligence sharks like BlackRock, Tiger Global, Sequoia, and SoftBank. Celebrity endorsements for FTX included Tom Brady, Giselle, Larry David, Kevin O'Leary, Steph Curry, and others. A lot of people think this is how you mine Bitcoin. But you don't need a flamethrower to buy, sell, or trade Bitcoin and crypto safely. You just need FTX. I'm reloaded. I'm reloaded. Reportedly, FTX had about $16 billion in customer assets. It lent more than half of customer assets to a sister hedge fund, Alameda. Have a look and listen to the all-star cast and the CEO of Alameda, who was gambling with FTX customer funds, allegedly. Yeah, absolutely could pull it off without my math degree. <laughs> use very little math. Um, use a lot of like uh, elementary school math. Being comfortable with risk is very important. Um, <laughs> we tend not to have things like stop losses. I think those aren't necessarily a great risk management tool. I'm trying to think of a good example of a trade where I've lost a ton of money um well i don't know i probably don't want to go into specifics too much yeah, with that <laughs> over 1.7 billion was raised by 44 investors for ftx exchange including the ontario teachers plan who stands to lose 400 million in this debacle alameda also borrowed nearly 37 billion in the controversial stable coin called tether basically one-third of the entire supply which was mostly produced in last year 2021 
Here was CEO Sam speaking to the U.S. House Committee on Financial Services back in December 2021. Um, We've been operating for a number of years with billions of dollars of open interest. We've never had customer losses, um, clawbacks, or um, anything like that, um, even going through periods of large movements in both directions. Uh, we store collateral from our users in a way which is not always done in the traditional financial ecosystem to uh, backstop positions. And the last thing that I'll say is if you look at what precipitated some of the 2008 financial crisis, you saw a number of bilateral, bespoke, non-reported uh, transactions happening between financial counterparties, which then got repackaged and re-leveraged again and again and again, such that no one knew how much risk was in that system until it all fell apart. If you compare that to what happens on FTX or other major cryptocurrency venues today, there is complete transparency about the full open interest. There is complete transparency about the positions that are held. There is a robust, robust, consistent risk framework applied, and we're excited to work with the CFTC on our uh, U.S. licensed and regulated venue um, to bring a lot of this uh, to U.S. customers as well. CEO Sam donated nearly $40 million of who knows whose capital to the Democratic Party this past year. He had meetings with Gary Gensler, the SEC, and he, of course, made time to visit the CFTC in a now-deleted tweet by the CFTC's Caroline Pham. Further fallouts throughout the cryptocurrency industry will continue. For instance, crypto lender platform BlockFi suspended client withdrawals this week. Some allege many of BlockFi customers' lent holdings are tied up in this FTX failure. BlockFi! Rocket ship! Get on board! I'm sure it'll all work out. Moving our attention to the world's still largest, by far, cryptocurrency exchange, Dan Olson tweets, Binance desperately trying to contain the contagion of people realizing that every crypto company is double counting its own coin that it invented out of thin air as a real asset. Bloomberg reports that almost half of the nearly 75 billion in customer tokens currently held at Binance are Binance branded stablecoin and native coins. So to review this week's crypto dumpster fire of alleged fraud, here is nobody special at JG underscore nuke. This is Sam Bankman-Fried. People call him SBF. He's the founder of FTX. He also controlled a crypto hedge fund called Alameda Research, but that's all gone now. He wants you to think he's a sweet guy. He even bought in a famous YouTuber who called him the most generous man in the world. Yep, that happened. Truth is, Sam Bankman-Fried is a liar and a crook. His personal crypto FTX token was basically a Ponzi scheme hidden below layers of Moonbro jargon. He even went on Bloomberg's podcast and bragged about it. Yep, that happened. He used his Ponzi token as collateral to borrow billions of real dollars that he couldn't pay back. He then used those real dollars to build an empire out of dying companies like Voyager and BlockFi. This led Jim Cramer to call him the new JP Morgan. That's weird. It's not like Jim Cramer to promote a billionaire con artist. SBF sold people cryptos like Bitcoin, or so they thought. What they really bought from SBF was an IOU. But as long as everyone didn't cash in their IOU at the same time, the scheme worked. Until it didn't. This other a-hole who hates SBF came along and engineered a bank run with some passive-aggressive tweets. It worked. SBF didn't have enough money to repay everyone at once, and now his customers have lost everything. He'll be happy to know that this is exactly how every bank in the world operates. So where did all the money go? 
He misappropriated $4 billion trying to save his failing hedge fund. Whoops, that's a felony. He spent $21 million on Super Bowl commercials. $5 million for the big guy. $40 million in campaign donations. I wonder what he wanted in return. And everyone who's pointing at this story and saying, This is exactly why we need to regulate crypto. Remember that SBF stole billions. That's already a crime. And he spent a lot of it on bribing politicians. Also a crime. In order to create a crypto monopoly for himself. Government regulations don't protect the customers. They protect the crooks. That's exactly what SBF was trying Trying to do. Hello there, on behalf of SDBullion.com, this is James Anderson with a quick SDBullion market update. Before we go further, please smash the like button so other sound money stackers can also see this content. And be sure to subscribe to our SDBullion channel so you can get our latest market coverages and also a chance at winning incredible bullion giveaways like this one. Get ready for SD Bullion's Monster Box sweepstakes that includes 500 Silver Eagles. You could be the next lucky recipient of a phone call like this. This is Dr. Tyler Wall, CEO of SD Bullion. Well, I'm calling you to let you know that you won the SD Bullion giveaway of a Monster Box of Silver Eagles. So click the link below for your chance to win. Click the link below to enter our new 500 ounce American Silver Eagle coin type 2 giveaway contest. And good luck to all of you who take part. The silver and gold spot price markets moved up steadily throughout this week's trading. The spot silver price closed just under 22 an ounce, an important nearby technical resistance level. The gold spot price closed just over 17.70 an ounce, while the gold-silver ratio stayed relatively flat, closing the week at 81. A slightly lower than expected government-produced price inflation figure came in this past week at 7.7%. Various stocks and gold rose on the expectation that the fiat Fed's hiking cycle might be nearing an end. As the fiat U.S. dollar's relative value versus other major competing fiat currency units slipped through the week's trading. Many pointed to a CPI price inflation data rigging in the health insurance input that was used. Of course, for decades running, the U.S. governments, and likely all governments around the world, they have been underreporting ongoing price inflation data. That said, an admitted inflation rate of 7.7% will more than have the purchasing power of the fiat currency in question within 10 years. While we have a bear market rally in the slowly deflating stock market bubble, investors might want to consider how stocks have performed following fiat Federal Reserve rate hiking cycle pivots. Massive sell-offs in percentage terms ranging from negative 27% to negative 58% in the S&P 500 index throughout this full fiat currency era. Finally, turning to the physical bullion industry, Indian silver bullion import figures for last month, October 2022, are estimated to be nearly 29 million ounces for October. That makes this year's Indian silver bullion imports an all-time record already, with still two months to go for the year. And finally, the Perth Mint, citing incredibly strong demand from clients in the USA and Germany, announced all-time record gold bullion sales for last month, October 2022 selling nearly six metric tons of gold bullion to private physical gold stackers around the world. That's nearly half billion of gold bullion sold by the Australian Mint last month alone. As current trends continue devolving, record-sized bullion mint sales will likely become more and more commonplace as the world relearns the hardest monies mankind knows of. That's all for this week's SD Bullion Market Update. As always, to you out there, take great care of yourselves and those you love. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to give our video a thumbs up. To keep getting bullion-related news and industry insights, be sure to subscribe to our channel. Finally, hit that alert button so you know when we publish fresh content.